Hunter Biden and his Ukrainian gas firm colleagues had multiple contacts with the Obama State Department during the 2016 election cycle. Gee, the State Department. Huh. It's almost like the State Department is doing something as well that no one in the State Department wants out. It's almost as if this Burisma thing is something that you could throw Joe and Hunter Biden under the train tracks. Just don't involve the State Department. You know what's unfortunate? I just thought of this. Completely unrelated. The State Department happens to be the target of our next special next Wednesday. Hmm. It's crazy. Hmm. Completely unrelated to this, I'm sure. Anyway, they had multiple contacts with the Obama State Department during the 2016 election cycle, including one just 30 days before Vice President Joe Biden forced Ukraine to fire the prosecutor investigating his son's company for corruption. During that February 2016 contact, a U.S. representative for Burisma Holdings sought a meeting with the Undersecretary of State, Catherine Novelli, to discuss ending the corruption allegations against the Ukrainian firm where Hunter Biden worked as a board member. Now, these are just memos that were obtained under a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit. Just three weeks before Burisma's overture to the state, Ukrainian authorities raided the home of the oligarch who owned the gas firm and employed Hunter Biden, a signal the long-running corruption probe was escalating in the middle of the U.S. election. Hunter Biden's name, in fact, was specifically invoked by the Burisma representative as a reason the State Department should help. Now, this is only according to a series of email exchanges among U.S. officials trying to arrange the meeting. The subject line for the email exchanges simply read Burisma. Per our conversation, Kara Trontamanto of Blue Star Strategies has requested a meeting to discuss with the U.S. Uh, with the U.S. State Department Novelli USG. Uh, remarks alleging Burisma, Ukrainian energy company, of corruption. The email between state officials read, she noted that two high-profile U.S. citizens are affiliated with the company, including Hunter Biden as a board member. And quote. Quote. Taramanto would like to talk with Novelli about getting a better understanding of how the U.S. came to the determination that the company is corrupt. According to Trotamato, there is no evidence of corruption. There's been no hearing or process, and the evidence to the contrary has not been considered. Now, at the time, uh, Novelli was the most senior official overseeing international energy uh, issues for the Department of State. The undersecretary position, of which there are several, is the third highest-ranking job at the State Department. He was a lawyer working for Blue Star Strategies, a Washington firm that was hired by Burisma to help end a long-running corruption investigation against the gas firm in Ukraine. 
Trotamanto and other Blue Star officials, Sally Painter, both alumni of the Clinton administration, worked with New York-based criminal defense attorney John Beretta to settle the Ukraine cases in late 2016 and 17. Burisma Holdings records uh, records obtained by Ukrainian prosecutors state the gas firm made a $60,000 payment to Blue Star in November 2015. The email show Trondamonto was scheduled to meet Novelli in March of 2016 and that State Department officials were scrambling to get answers ahead of the t- uh, ahead of time before the uh, meeting in Kiev. Records don't show whether a meeting actually took place. The FOIA lawsuit is ongoing, and state officials are slated to produce additional records in the months ahead. But the records do indicate that Hunter Biden's fellow American board member at Burisma, Devon Archer, secured a meeting on March 2nd, 2016, with the Secretary of State, John Kerry. Oh, so they just went over everyone's head. Quote, Devon Archer is coming to see S today, that's Secretary of State, at 3 p.m., need someone to meet and greet him at C Street. The memos don't say what the meeting was about. In an interview with ABC News last month, Hunter Biden said he believed he had done nothing wrong at all. The, uh, the uh, stepson of John Kerry, Christopher Hines, had been a business partner with both Archer and Hunter Biden at the Rosemont Seneca investment firm in the United States. Hines, however, chose not to participate in the Burisma dealings. In fact, he wrote an email to his stepfather's top aides in 2014, pointingly distancing himself from the decision by Hunter Biden and Devon Archer to join Burisma. Hines spokesman really recently told the Washington Post that Hines ended his relationship with Archer and Biden partly over the Burisma matter. The lack of judgment in this matter was a major catalyst for Mr. Hines ending his business relationships with Mr. Archer and Mr. Biden. So it looks as though uh, the whole thing where Joe Biden says there was no investigation, we now know that the Secretary of State, the State Department, knew that there was an investigation going on. In fact, that that investigation was going to look into Hunter Biden next, and they needed to get a handle on it. Huh. That kind of works against the narrative of the press and Mm -hmm. the Democrats, doesn't it? But again, Hmm. this is not about Hunter Biden. If we allow this to just become about Hunter Biden, we lose. Because it is much, much, much deeper. Hunter Biden is, is there. They'll throw Hunter and Joe to the wolves to keep you off track of what's really happening. And by the way, did I tell you completely unrelated? that we have a special about uh, Ukraine and the Department of State. Mm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And again, that's completely unrelated. Completely to unrelated. Burisma stuff. Mm-hmm. 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 You don't want to miss that. That's a week from today. Uh, sorry, a week from tomorrow. tomorrow. 
uh, next Wednesday and join the Blaze TV. Uh, we've, I think, I'm getting news today that we uh, have hired uh, an independent investigative reporter, somebody with real credentials, to uh, be able to help us get some more information on this because the can of worms that we accidentally opened up just by looking at the facts is pretty intense. Uh, and we thank you for the ability to do that. It is your subscription that helps us do that. And it's looking more and more solid every day. Oh, yeah. Every I day. I mean, every t- everything that's coming out, mm-hmm. the whistleblower. Verifies. Verifies absolutely everything mm-hmm. on that chalkboard. The new uh, FOIA uh, details that come out here yeah. show absolutely positively we're right. It, it, this one shows what I just read to you shows that it is the State Department. The State Department is on the front line trying to cover this stuff up. Yeah. Why? Why is the State Department doing that? We know the answer. They don't want you to have the answer. You're not going to like the answer. But it's why you cannot allow this to become just about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. And again, the State Department really is the deep state that everybody talks about. You don't have to look at, like, the Bilderberg organization or Illuminati or any of that. The State Department is the deep state. We already have evidence of that. We have Mm -hmm. two people who have testified that in their testimony, the part that was supposed to, you know, make Trump look so bad is the State Department employees that say, we have a plan and we are moving forward on that plan and the president doesn't have a right to stop that or to change that. And of course, it's the president who sets the policy, not the State <laughs> not Department. Not the State Department, but the State Department is so arrogant mm-hmm. that they, they believe this so deeply that they are in charge of U.S. policy, that they are willing to say that in their own defense. And that's why it's so ludicrous when you hear things like uh, Yovanovitch talking about the president undermining their policy in yes. in, the, in Ukraine. What? It's not it, your policy. It's not your policy. You're not the one who sets the agenda. It's the president of the United States. You work for him. You're undermining him, if anything. And you know what's amazing is... When you see what we've uncovered, this came from Clinton, Obama, Sam Power, Soros, mm. and the new policy Talk that about was the usual suspects. Oh my Jeez. gosh! Wait until you see this, Pat. This is gonna this will boggle your mind. Um, they sat down, and we have the records, and they put together a new policy. Now. We are missing something because there is something that is classified that the president could declassify. And I think he will be wildly motivated to do so. Wildly motivated to do so when someone ties all of this together and the American people understand it. Then the American people can say, declassify this, Mr. President. And when he declassifies it, it will open this story wide open. And the State Department and the the Democrats, Obama, uh, Hillary Clinton, Biden, all of it will be exposed. And you are not going to like what it's going to show.
but it has to be rooted out. It has to be rooted out. We do that next Wednesday. Please help us do that by joining the Blaze. You can join us now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, and you'll save 10 bucks when you sign up. So Trump Jr. is on a uh, is on a book tour now, and uh, he was talking a little bit about uh, Hunter Biden. And here's what he had to say. Imagine look at how the media protects Joe Biden. Joe Biden's on tape in a quid pro quo. Either you fire him in six hours or you're not getting the billion dollars that fire him. You get the billion dollars quid pro quo. Then you got. Do you know anything about Ukraine? No. Anything about energy? Nope. Oil? Nope. Gas? Nope. Millions of dollars. Oh, that was the guy that Joe demanded to be fired. Yeah. Imagine if that was your name was Hunter Biden. Except Hunter's oh, I, I wish my name. name was Hunter Biden. I could go abroad, make millions off of my father's Everywhere. presidency. I'd be a really rich guy. It would be incredible. But because my name is Trump, if I took $1.5 from China, not $1.5 billion <laughs> like Hunter, but $1.5, their heads would explode. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> please. So did you see that um, uh, there's new polling from the New York Times and it shows that the Democrats are in real trouble in the swing states? Yeah. Trump is still dominating. Real solid. Yeah, he's real sol- solid. And uh, people do not want Elizabeth Warren. They don't want these crazies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um However, in that same poll, it also shows that people will vote against their interest. They will vote even for people that they don't agree with, Democrats, if it means an end to Donald Trump. Hmm. 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 They're trying to set up what people went through, some people went through with Hillary Clinton. Except with Hillary Clinton, you had actual crimes. You had actual stuff that she did. I mean, I can't I can't take the apology from the press for even looking into that email scandal. What are you talking about? They're apologizing, and there was nothing. Excuse me. They went into the <laughs> skiff, and they cut confidential and top secret off the top of it uh-huh. so they could so they could fax them or email them. They knew exactly what they were doing. It's just just it just shows how corrupt this system is, how in the bag this system is for anybody on the left. Not to mention the Clinton death list. I mean, when are you going to look into that? <laughs> That's not true. It's just not. When are you going to look into it? It's not true. At least check. We have checked. It's not true. <laughs> I'm just going to keep harping that yeah, because they just keep. I uh, Ilan Omar was doing it again yesterday, talking oh. about uh, the president and what he said at Charlottesville, that he said that the neo-Nazis were fine people. No, he didn't. And you know he didn't. So I'm just going to keep harping on the Clinton death list because they keep harping on the fact that Trump loves uh, neo-Nazis when he didn't say anything of the kind. Here she is at the Bernie rally. Listen to this. Elon Omar. Because 
That is the only way we are going to defeat Donald Trump. And place, and place his cruel ideology in the dispin of history where it belongs. They go in to lock him up, lock him up. And then she cites the lie once again. Do you have the lie, or are you just going to leave I it do. there? I'm going to leave yeah. it there for now, because okay. we'll, we can get, get to it to after. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, you kind of left me hanging there. Uh, <laughs> you just Sorry. looked away, and I'm like, well, tell me what the lie is. <laughs> In a second. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's time for an Ilan Omar update. Ilan Omar. Ilan Omar. Ilan Omar. <laughs> so the Ilan Omar update. Here she is at a Bernie Sanders rally, and I want you to listen to this. Go ahead. Because... That is the only way we are going to defeat Donald Trump. And place... And place his cruel ideology in the dispin of history where it belongs. But that Muslim Brotherhood, that's great stuff. (laughs) Together we are going to send a powerful message with this president. Yes. What is Your it? effort to coddle white supremacy, to ban right. Muslims from entering the United States, mm-hmm. to call people at neo-Nazi rallies very fine people but you didn't will do fail. Any of that. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? So tired of that lie. And just as a matter of fact, None of us are going back. We're here to stay. Well, that might not be the case with you in particular at some point. <laughs> you might not be like the average Muslim that is here. It might be a special exception made for you. But that's only if anybody cares to, well, I don't know, investigate. There's your Ilan Omar update. Ilan Omar. That is fantastic. Uh, today is the day that we, uh, many people are going to the polls. Uh, big day in Virginia. They're, 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 every, every seat uh, in uh, the state house is, is open. Is it Virginia or West Virginia? It's Virginia. Did oh, I say West Virginia? Ev- no. Yeah, well, I think you said West Virginia yesterday. Uh, oh. Maybe I just misheard it. Yeah, probably but that. every seat <laughs> is, uh, I, does that happen anywhere else? I don't think so. I don't either. I, I thought that was wrong. When I first read that, I was like, no, it can't be like every seat. Every seat? That's crazy talk. But apparently you can, so uh, <laughs> we'll see what they do with it. We were looking at some of the ballot uh, initiatives, um, and you have to go back, you know, because most of them now are just about, you know, how much money are we going to spend? How much, how much tax dollars do you want to spend? That's most of the mm-hmm. ballot initiatives uh, state by state. 
But I, I like I like some of these. Um, should we prohibit toxic waste in our drinking water? That's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, you know, you really got a battle in the voting booth yeah. as to whether or not yeah. you want toxic waste in water. Right, right. Well, it was it was approved. <laughs> we should. This is in California. That uh, they said we should forbid toxic waste discharge into drinking water. No, <laughs> how does that even Very get bold. on a ballot? How does that even get on a ballot? That you know what that is? That is toxic waste discharge. I think that is so broad yeah. that it just opened up yes. everything, all these doors. That was nineteen eighty six. I like this one. Along with school va- school vouchers, sales tax, and city charter revisions, voters in San Francisco had to decide whether to allow a veteran police officer to walk his beat with a ventriloquist dummy, <laughs> Brendan O'Smarty, he of the laughing Irish eyes, whom Officer Geary picked out of a ventriloquist catalog after he was selected to work in a community policing program that encouraged officers to use creative and ingenious methods to break down barriers between citizens and police. <laughs> That's a unique way. Uh, sure is. I don't know way. if this helps bring us closer together. You're like, oh, dear God, here comes the guy with the ventriloquist. Yeah, but they approved it. Yeah, they did approve they it. actually approved in it. In San Francisco. Um, should we give $1 million to a random voter? Good way to get people to vote. I think the founders would have absolutely loved that initiative. Oh, they would have loved that. We're voting not for freedom, but no. for cash, for yeah. the possibility to become a millionaire. Believe it or not, that was uh, New York City. Jeez. And uh, it was defeated. It was defeated. Fairly recently, too. That was 2006. I didn't even hear. Well, we lived there, and I yeah. didn't even hear about that one. Uh, should we take over mm. the Grand Canyon? This one was on the ballot in Arizona on October 23rd. Voters in Arizona, when they go to the polls, they will be asked to decide uh, land ownership tug of war. Should the Grand Canyon belong to all Americans or just the residents of Arizona? Controversial ballot measure backed by Republicans in the state seeking sovereign control over millions of acres of federal land in the state, including the Grand Canyon. It's kind of a federal land grab thing uh yeah that should it belong to the state yes. or should it be federal federal land it should belong to the state i think so too yeah, but it they was defeated. They defeated that yeah uh should denver set up a commission to track aliens <laughs> denver opted against the initiative to track aliens from outer space proposition known as mm-hmm. initiative 300 would have involved setting up a commission to monitor aliens mm-hmm. and a website to allow members of the public to report ufo sightings as a result, how many aliens have sneaked into Detroit, uh, into, into Denver, a, into Denver since? A lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, a lot. They should have set up I don't the commission. Know, I, I, I don't know if I'm all that surprised that uh, <laughs> that it was Colorado after the drug thing, yeah. but um, should we let Roxy the miniature pig stay? <laughs> Roxy the pot-bellied pig will be moving to a new home now uh, that uh, voters has, uh, have have said that she wore out her welcome. Cynthia and Tim Gaston and their two children, who own uh, Roxy the Petite Pig, said they're going to uh, they'll move rather than give Roxy up. On Tuesday, residents of the city of twenty thousand, about thirty miles northwest of Dayton in western Ohio, rejected the ballot proposal that would have allowed residents to keep miniature pigs as pets. 
Now, I don't know why that's anybody's business. No, but t- Cynthia and Tim obviously had to move. Wow. Sad. Really sad. Berkeley, among the most generous cities in the country in funding homeless services, is considering a daytime ban on sitting on the sidewalk in all commercial areas. The city currently prohibits lying on the sidewalk, but police and city officials say the law is ineffective because people just sit up when the officers (laughs) walk by. It was defeated. Yeah, of course. Should we just start our own state? At Nan's Convenience Store in eastern Colorado, the front door tells visitors gun control is hitting your target. The farmers, the crop sprayers, mechanics, and retirees who gather for morning coffee say they've had enough of the state and its Democratic leaders. They bristle at gun control and uh, marijuana shops, green energy policies, and steps to embrace gay marriage and illegal immigrants. In November, the rural county... um, And 10 others are going to hold a vote on whether to secede from Colorado and work to form their own state. Remember that movement? I I remember them doing that, and and it was shut down, though. I don't think you can do that, though, can you? I don't think legally. You can't. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can actually make a state from just the borders of another state. Isn't that what it says? It's something like that. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, um, I don't know exactly how you can I make the, a state state anymore. But like I, we've always we've always talked about the fact that Texas can divide into five states if it wants to, uh, but you can't just secede from a state and start another state, and you can't secede from the union legally. It never made sense to me. No. So we can start our own state in here. Though? We can one of five. We can split into five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, we can't secede from the union, uh, like many people think we can legally do, but we can't do that. We, but we can split into five states. Didn't Texas have the right to its own navy? I'm uh, not sure about. I think that. for a while it it had its, mm. its it it had a right to its own navy. I have to look into that. Yeah, I think I don't know when that mm-hmm. ended, but should we build a new house for the pregnant elephant? Cincinnati Zoo officials threatened to ship off its four Asian elephants, one of them pregnant, if voters rejected a $52 million tax, tax levy for a new elephant house. Yeah, bye-bye elephants. <laughs> the, elephants were, <laughs> bye-bye. the elephants were put onto a boat and shipped someplace else. <laughs> I'm paying $52 million for an elephant house. Sorry. Sorry. I just... Not doing it. Oh, man. I was, I was out trick-or-treating uh, with the grandkids, and uh, there were these, these houses... Um, in the neighborhood where the taxes, the, the property taxes in Texas are the real problem. Oh, they are really high. And these people had vote. Yes. Proposition, whatever, uh, for the school. And it took everything in me to say, why do you need a bigger football stadium? Is that what you need? Uh If you need a bigger football stadium, pay for it on your own. Yeah. Cause it's, it's crazy. What the the schools down here in Texas are insane. But they always tell you it's for the children. It's we, do you love the children? No. Don't you love your children? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love the twelve children, the twelve year old boy children. <laughs> That's what we hear all the time. Was that a proposition? I love, no. <laughs> love the children. Ooh. I've been propositioning <laughs> them for a while. <laughs> Uh, okay, thank you very much. Feed the children Jesus juice. Mm. Jeez. (sighs) 
Wow, this is amazing. I, I want you to hear. Uh, I want you to hear the the women on the View. And what they think that politicians should do. Here they are on Beto. Listen. I will also say that his stance on gun buybacks, um, Mayor Pete said it was a shiny object that distracts from achievable gun reform. Chris Coons said it wasn't a wise policy or move, and that clip will be played for years at Second Amendment with rallies with organizations that try and scare people by saying that Democrats are coming for your guns. He also made um, some statements about religious institutions being um, getting their tax-exempt status excuse me, removed from them um, because they, if they didn't support same-sex marriage so he did a lot of like battleground culture war and he ran as the most left most woke candidate and look where he ended one of well, the first yeah, they should the not tell everything they're going to do like if you're going to take people's guns away wait till you get elected then take the guns away <laughs> don't tell them stop stop now listen to what she just said listen to what she just said to play that again and just play the part just start from the beginning listen to this listen to this I will also say that his stance on gun buybacks, um, Mayor Pete said it was a shiny object that distracts from achievable gun reform. Chris Coons said it wasn't a wise policy or move, and that clip will be played for years at Second Amendment with rallies with organizations that try and scare people by saying that Democrats are coming for your guns. Stop. He also made... Stop. So that clip is, I mean, it was crazy for him to say that because now that clip is going to be played over and over again uh, and it's going to be used to scare people, you know, mm-hmm. saying that Democrats are coming to get your And then she follows that up with very sincere, you should not tell people what you're going to do until you're elected, then just take them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. And they wonder why. Mm-hmm. We might be a little concerned that uh, they're extremists and they're and they're liars. I mean, a government of, by, and for the people is just not what they believe in. It's just not, you know, the Joy Behar's and the extreme Democrats of the world. They think that they know better. They know better. Yeah, and that the people just have to be go- ruled. Not governed. Here's uh, James Clyburn uh, on Buttigieg. Uh, he's talking to CNN. Listen. Is Mayor Buttigieg's, Buttigieg's struggle with black voters in your state of Cal- South Carolina because he's gay? Well, that's a generational issue. Uh, I know of a lot of people my age who feel that way. But I will say this, Dana. My own grandson, who is 20, I think he's 25 years old, uh, that guy is a big Buddhist guy, uh, and of course, uh, he does it because he believes in the guy, not because he's gay. You're, are you saying for older African Americans it is an issue? Yes, it is. There's no question about that. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you otherwise, because I think everybody uh, knows that's an issue. <laughs> I like that, too, because they're admitting the black voters are actually pretty conservative when you... Get right down to what they're, they are. They're, they believe socially. Yes, they and are. And socially, they're against same-sex marriage. They're yeah. against abortion in large measure. They should only because be, they're haters. They it's should be Republicans. Yeah, I know. I know. But they're haters. They're yeah, haters. They, they hate. But they're not haters if they would vote for Buttigieg. But if they don't <laughs> vote for him, then, of course. Then they are. Then they're absolute haters. Absolute haters. It is. Uh, mm. It's also amazing. Uh, the New York Times uh, did a survey, and they asked people um, what they thought about the female candidates of the Democratic Party, and uh, the response was they're just not likable. 
The New York Times said mm. the question was framed that way to give them permission to say they just don't want a woman in office. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can think that those candidates are unlikable and still not be against a woman in office. You're listening to Glenn Beck.